Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. give them another hand. That was amazing. Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Okay, you can do better than that. <laughs> good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you. <laughs> and welcome to those of you who are visiting today and those of you who are watching online as visitors. For those of you who do not know me, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the senior minister of this amazing church, and it, I am so 
excited to be here with you all today. You need this mic? Okay, we need this mic too. All righty. So I want to share our announcements, and then we'll get us, we'll go on with our um, service. But before I do, I want to say happy Father's Day to everybody, and happy Juneteenth Day to everybody. I'm still flying from last week's 25th anniversary party and Music Sunday. Wasn't it amazing? Oh, you can clap. <laughs> okay, one thing you can know, you never have to be afraid to clap around me. <laughs> and um, I wanted to uh, invite you all to join us downstairs for our fellowship gathering after service. We're going to have coffee and tea and water. And just to say, just share a minute with each other. And those of you whose fathers are here, like, my daddy is here. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are fathers, I'd like to say Happy Father's Day to you personally. And next week we are having our um, Friends and Family Day, and I want you to invite your friends to come enjoy, to, to um, come share and enjoy our love and the joy of our spiritual community. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited about it. To stay abreast of what's going on at our church. Visit our website, unityoffarmingtonhills.com, I mean, unityfh.com, and check out our Facebook page, or you can read through our weekly newsletter, this keeps touching my lips, that Matthew sends out every Friday afternoon. Our prayer chaplain today will be Sharon Lewis, who will be in the back holding prayer with anyone who needs prayer. You can meet her in the back. I'm so excited that we have so many different ways that we pray now. I, I wanted a prayer ministry. That was the first thing I, asked, I wanted on my bucket list for our church, and we have it. And also, you can put your prayer request in the prayer, back, prayer box outside of the sanctuary, or you can email them to unity, uh, prayerchaplains at unityfh.com, or you can call our new prayer church line. We have a church prayer line that you can call at 248-702-0010. Leave a message, and we will call you back if, if I'm not there to answer it. To receive a monthly wellness call from our prayer ministry, you can sign up outside of our, um, wow, the lights. <laughs> and then there was light. <laughs> Are you talking to me, God? I haven't got started yet. <laughs> you can sign up outside of the uh, sanctuary, or you can email us, email us at prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. Well, that concludes our announcements, and so now let us open our hearts and our minds for the daily word for today and our prayer while the music team sings Shirley to Presence. Yeah. 
we thank you for being the ultimate father. Right now, we allow our human side to decrease that the Holy Spirit may be invoked inside of us, allowing the Christ in us to hear your message, interpret the meaning of that message, and then awaken it within us <clears throat> that we may go out and be that expression in the world. So as we take another deep breath, we breathe in a feeling of love. And as we exhale, we release and let go. And we let you, God, take the reins. Let us just sit just for a little bit, a brief period, honoring God as our Father and thanking God for all fathers. As we sit in this space, we thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love that loves no matter what, that teaches us to love you, ourselves, and others no matter what, and that guides us throughout our day. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray, and we close out this meditation. Thank you, God. Amen. Now let us go ahead and affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our U of H growth affirmation as well with some gusto knowing that it's working. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world.
baby's on the move when the father's in the room. Prison doors fling wide, dead come to life. Love is on the move when the father's in the room. Miracles take place, cynical find
part is I'm willing to surrender trying to figure it out and turn it over to my father and let my father figure it out in and through me. And so today the title of my talk is Your Spiritual Daddy. And this has been deep for me because I've heard often that there's a difference between a father and a daddy. I've heard that it takes, anybody can be a father, any man can be a father, but it takes a special man to be a daddy. And I, I tell you what, man, I was not, Lauren, you, you, you uh, jinxed me. I have what you call it. I have a special daddy. I, I didn't always like his decisions. I didn't always like his choices. And sometimes I let him know all of us get. We storm, go to your room, we storm up the stairs, I hate you, daddy. And he'd say, you better be glad I don't hate you. <laughs> I know, he didn't say I hate you too. He always said that. Even in moments when he was disappointed or upset at us, he always said that. There was always this space where you had a rock that you can mess up in front of. And even when that person, when my father was disappointed, and I'm sure there are moments that we disappointed him, he's never let you really know it as far as where you felt shameful. There's no shame in your father's house. I love that song. Lay your shame at the door when you come in because it's no wel not welcome anymore. That is absolutely true. And I tell you what, the things that we do to ourselves can be so detrimental. Because as I was researching how a father impacts a child, um, a girl and a boy, different ways that having a father and a consistent father who is active in your life, not just a father who is there holding space or not there at all and you're holding your imagination, they're holding space in your imagination. A father who is consistently there every single time, even when they mess up, they're still there doing their best. My father always used to tell us that just like you're growing up and learning how to be an adult, I'm learning how to be a father. And that was an amazing example for us to see someone mess up and someone admit they mess up and then also make amends as well, but also teach us to do the same. And one of the greatest things that I love that my daddy taught us, and I talked to him about that yesterday, is that he taught us how to have a relationship with the ultimate father, the God in us. And that is amazing. Because when I was younger, I used to have terror, night terrors. I used to wake everybody up in the house screaming and crying. I used to have the door in my closet, in, my, in the closet in my bedroom, used to open, and, and I would close it to make sure it would snap closed, but the door would open, and it would terrify me, and I'd scare everybody by waking them up, daddy, 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 and my father was there, and one of the things he said was, just pray, baby, because I'm not going to always be able to be there, but God will always be there. He said, you don't got to pray like Reverend Bolton. That's the minister I grew up with. You don't got to pray like me. Just talk to God, and God will hear you. And every single time, God hear me, heard, heard, hears me, and heard me back then. I was around five. I always questioned my daddy. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And I might have been the scariest one of the five of us because I was always questioning and always scared and always nervous and always at, um, not getting it. And my father was so patient. <laughs> but can you imagine how our ultimate father is with us as a human race? How many times we miss the mark, mess up, blasphemy, go against how we've been created, and yet that presence, that ultimate presence is always there even in our moments of terror. And the scripture that I want to use today comes from Mark. It's chapter 14, verse 36. And this is when Jesus brings his, after they've had dinner, he's had the last supper with the disciples, and he starts to feel that his soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. And he asks, his disciples to stay with him and pray, keep prayer with him. This is an amazing thing for us to look at because Jesus who became, who was our example, 
Jesus, who was the example of the Son of God, capital S, Son of God, which represents the Christ in you, the divine example of God in you. Jesus, who demonstrated that relationship for us to come and be the expression, the ultimate expression of that relationship with God. Jesus shows us that even when you are terrified, he says in verse 34, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. And he asked his disciples to stay with him. And before we even get to this piece, that matters, before we get to verse 36, that matters deeply because we often have moments like that and you feel alone. You feel totally afraid. And some of us might have had fathers in our life who were always there. Some of us might have had, and, and they were beyond there. You had a relationship with them to the point where they were the daddy. They, they were there in, uh, at as many events or whatever as they could. They were a friend to you, even though they showed the discipline of the Father. They were more than just a provider, more than just the one who made sure you were safe. But they, you had fun with your daddy. And I was thinking about this this morning. In my whole neighborhood, across the street, two doors down, next door to me, down the next door, in my whole neighborhood that I grew up with, grew up in, we had so many examples of a daddy. They wouldn't come out and play basketball with us or play tennis with us. Or if you couldn't make it somewhere, my, like for instance, my neighbor, my uh, neighbor, Mr. Harold, across the street who, bought, who, used to, who bowls with my daddy, he would drop you off, pick you up or whatever. And, my, and the other fathers who were protective could trust each other to cover for each other because they, it was true, it's the truth that it takes a village to raise a child. So God shows up in those father figures who may stand in when your biological father cannot be there. So there's moments in your life when you may realize that your biological father couldn't be there, that I'm sure there was some example of a daddy or a father figure in your life somehow. But there's still those moments when the terror hits and your father cannot be there. I've had moments where I had a mouse in my house, and I called my daddy. It might have been 1 o'clock in the morning. He was like, baby, can you wait till the morning? No! I called my daddy when I, was, when I had my daughter. There was a wasp in the house. I ran up in my bedroom, and I wouldn't come out till he got there. Luckily, he had a key because he would have had to shimmy up something to get in because I wasn't opening the door. I've had many times where I've screamed and said, daddy, and he's been there every single time. But there have been moments that he couldn't be there. And in this moment where Jesus is in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, his biological, his father figure, who is Joseph, couldn't be there for him. Wasn't there for him. There's times when we have to go through something in our life that can be so terrifying. And our fathers cannot stop us, cannot take, the, take it for us. They can encourage us. They can be a support for us. They can be even um, pray with us. But you still have to go through it alone. However, you are never, ever without your, your spiritual daddy, your spiritual father. No matter what you have to go through, you, get, you, were, given, you, you were born alone, and you will die alone. You will transition alone. But the truth is, you will not because the presence of God is everywhere in every area of your life. And here when Jesus is terrified, he asks John, James, and Peter to pray with him. Peter represents faith. John represents love. Uh, James represents wisdom. And Jesus goes and he says in verse 36, well, I'll read 35 first, and then we'll get to this. He went on a, a little further after he asked those three to pray with him and fell to the ground. He prayed that if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass him by. Just imagine this, having your moments of terror where you know what's about to happen to you. And we already know what happened to Jesus. He knew he was going to be beat. He knew he was going to be hurt. 
He knew he was going to be falsely accused. He knew he was going to be crucified. He knew that it was, it was going to be terrible for him. He had a premonition of what was going to happen. He felt it. And he, his human side is terrified. He falls down on the ground. It doesn't say he just bows. It says he fell down on the ground. He's terrified. There's nobody there that can take that fear away. And I've had those moments where I've been absolutely terrified. And my daddy couldn't help me. My mother couldn't help me. A hug couldn't help me. I was gripped by fear. And I've fallen to the ground too. Had my moments. I don't want to go through this. I can't go through this. How am I going to go through this? And Jesus is saying, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of, of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Now let's look at how he's praying. He's not praying in the space of, Oh, Father, thou art Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. He's not there. He is shaken by terror. You ever had a moment where you were scared and no one can take that fear from you? You ever? <laughs> I've had those moments and I told my father about them yesterday. And so I'm so glad you're here, Daddy. When my sister told me, and I tell you this over and over again, but this means a lot to me. When she told me in January of 2018, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. I knew she was going to die. I knew it. I couldn't stop it. I had already been told years before when my nephew died in 1996 on Christmas Day, and I saw that accident, and I couldn't prevent that. I had already been told uh, back then that you're not meant to stop what you know is about to happen. You're meant to be my presence in the midst of it. How the heck? You, I had the H-E-W-L hockey stick word that came out of my mouth, though. Am I going to be your presence? When my sister, I, can, I protected my sister from the moment that I knew she was my sister. I protected her and my brothers and my, my, and my other sister from the moment I knew. I can remember taking care of her, protecting her, fighting for her, making sure she was okay. And I couldn't stop it. That is one of my terrors. Another time was when I was having, about to have an emergency C-section, and they thought, well, my daughter was praying for each. They knew she was going to be okay, but with my son, the umbilical cord was around his neck, and he stopped breathing, and the, heart, the heartbeat stopped on the monitor. Can you imagine that? You hear, swish, 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 swish. Nothing. And you're having contractions, and you're in pain, and you're terrified, and all you can do is call out daddy and pray. When you have an intimate, he says, Abba, Father. He doesn't say just Father. He says, Abba, Father. Abba represents an intimate way of calling out to your father. It represents daddy. But as I researched it even more, I found out that it meant even more than just daddy. And I'll go into that in a second. He calls out Abba Father, and he knows that God can take that away from him. We all know that there are times in our life that we're going through something, something really difficult. God can take it away, but it won't serve the purpose of you being here. It won't cause your personality to grow into the strength that you are meant to demonstrate and be when you walk through that dark tunnel, that tunnel of the, of the night, the dark night. It won't strengthen you if God takes it away from you. It won't cause you to be in a deep faith that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. If you're not doing all things through Christ who strengthens you, if you're only able to do the easy things, how do you know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you? Even in those moments when you're shaken by fear, how do you know? 
unless you have the moments where you go through that terror. How do you know you're brave and you're courageous and you can actually call on your father as your daddy and confess to your father as your daddy if you keep taking away and making it easy for you for him to be that strength or for God to be that strength in your life? You can't. There are things we are meant to go through in life. There are times where we're going to go through terror. There's times where we're going to seemingly lose somebody because they'll transition. There's times when things will happen in our life that we really don't want to happen. There'll be times when you will have a physical pain that feels like you just cannot handle it. How do I get through this pain? And I promise you, you can. Jesus demonstrates it here because he realizes the cup's not going to be taken because then his purpose will be taken. His purpose is to go through that crucifixion and resurrection to be an example for us. Your purpose is to go through the greatest thing that you've ever gone through to be an example for the world as well. The world of people around you. And it ain't going to just be one thing. I promise you. We weren't brought down here to be in rinky-dink world. We were brought down here in a master's degree of life, of spiritual life and spiritual development to be a stronger example of the expression of God in and through and as God. And how can you do that if everything's easy and laid out perfectly for you? There'll be nothing you'd have to do. There'll be no strengthening and there will be no choice. If all the times of us having to struggle and choose that struggle are taken away from us, how is there choice? There is no choice. There's no choice to demonstrate the Christ that you are. There's no choice to say, yes, I will do your plan, even if it means that I got to go through hell in the midst of it. Do you, don't you know that hell ain't just when you leave this earth? Like for real, for real. In my moments when I was scared and I'd call and my daddy was there, he was more than a father. He'd come and he knew. He knows all of his kids. He knows all of us. And we some, we some characters. I'm just saying. But we came from a character too. <laughs> Chips off the old block. My daddy goes around saying, I, got, I don't know why God didn't give me any kids with sense. I said, hey, look at the rock. Look at the chip. Being funny. But my point is that the divinely appropriate moments to say, Daddy, is every minute of the day. Not just in those moments when you're going through terror, but in those moments that you're going through those terrors, you can best believe that God doesn't have to come run into the situation like my daddy would always come run into the situation. God doesn't have to say, what's the matter? What's going on? Like my daddy used to say to me. God doesn't have to say, well, let me figure out what to do. Like my daddy used to do for us. God is already there. God is already in the midst of it. And God is the solution to the situation. And when you create a relationship with God, the way Jesus has a relationship with God. And, 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 and the best way to do it is to cre create a relationship with the one you had with your father. If you had, some of us had really good examples of a father that went beyond the father and the daddy. Some of us had examples of a father that was there but still absent. And some of us had examples of a father that may have been there and abusive. And some of us had examples that the father wasn't there at all. Some of us have had those experiences. That, that's just reality. But all of us have had and have and will ever have that Abba Father in your life that is the God in your situation. God is everywhere present. God is the power in your life, and God is the knowing in your life. And you, all you got to do is say, Daddy, Father, and God is there. 
that word right there will grip you and pull you through the situation. You don't even have to say what's going on. You just say daddy and daddy shows up because the purpose, is, the, the, the point is daddy is already there. So what we have to do is get in the midst of it, know that daddy's there, claim that daddy's there, be the expression of feeling daddy there, love daddy, trust daddy, and know that daddy is the situation and the solution to the situation, in the situation and the solution to the situation. Amen? So you don't even have to pray. Please take this cup of suffering. It's interesting, he says in the New Living Translation, please take this cup of suffering away, but I want your will, but my will to be done. Now the beautiful part about what Abba really means, beyond daddy. Abba means father, I will obey. Whatever it is, I call your name, I know you'll take it. And whatever it is that is in your solution, I trust you. And whatever it is in your solution that I trust, that is mine to do, I will obey. There's two parts to daddy. The intimate part that shares from the heart everything that's on your mind. And you're not sharing it for God's perspective and for God. You're sharing it for you so that when God becomes what it is you need, the evidence is already there because you confessed what you needed. And when you confess what you needed, God, please take this cup of suffering away from me. I promise you, when Jesus was up there, even though his body was going through the suffering, his mind was at peace. Even though his body was going through the dying, his mind, his heart, and spirit was confessing to God, forgive them for they know not what they've done. That when you're rooted in the consciousness of God, you can go through any struggling, any suffering, and still come out in peace. That you can get to that p the point where you feel that you're hurting and you know you got to go through it, but you know you're not going through it alone, and you know God is the solution in it, and you know that you will have every single thing you need to get through it to the other side. And you will have total faith and total trust to do your part because God is the strength in you to help you do your part while God's doing God's part. And you know that out of the whole thing, you will come to the other side much better than you were before you went through it in the first place. Your spiritual daddy is waiting to have a relationship with you. And if you think you already have a relationship with your spiritual daddy, I beg to differ. Because there's moments where we don't obey what we're told to do. There's moments where we don't even listen. There's moments when we don't even call out Abba, we try to do it on our own. It is time for us to step past our comfort zone. Wherever it is in your life, in your heart, in your mind, or in your circumstances, where you know that there are issues with, your, with whoever, and I'm going to say our Father for the sake of Father's Day, where it may be something there, call out Abba Daddy. Call out Abba Father. And let God be that which you feel you're missing. And if there's nothing you feel you're missing, call it out so you can be an expression of that in somebody else's life. Because we're not just here to experience our fathers. Or our, I remember, and, uh, and Krista, you're probably going to hear this for the first time, my, my stepmama. We went to, um, my daddy always, for Father's Day and his birthday, wants us to come. So it's so good that he's here with me because he always wants us to go with him to church for Father's Day. He's here with me. And so one of the days, this was when, this was before Crystal and my daddy got married, before they even got engaged. And we were over his house. And, and I had just heard Reverend Bolton, his, our minister, um, the one, one I grew up with, saying that, a, a, a daddy is one that's a father to everybody. A father that anyone would be blessed to have be a mentor or a father figure in their life. And I remember that my friends, my friends were called my daddy, daddy. But when my, when my, um, when Crystal's uh, kids were wanting to call, I didn't like them calling her, him daddy. You ain't none of your daddy. What do you mean daddy? I wasn't wanting to share my daddy. I was in my 40s. 
I had never had to share my daddy with anybody outside my sisters and brothers, and I even gave them permission, if, if, if you want to be real with it. But the day would come, I was like, call him back, what? And so one time, um, so my youngest stepsister was there, Dana. And we were at my father's, we were at Crystal and my father's house for Father's Day after church. And I had come to the consciousness how awesome it is that they feel comfortable because she has three, uh, two, three, sis, three daughters, um, Tamisha and um, Melanie and Dana. And they were all calling my father daddy. I, I, like I said, I didn't like that. But then I thought, how awesome is it that they care so much and then my father is such a father figure to even them that they feel comfortable calling him daddy or father or dad, whatever, you know, daddy Coles or, you know. And so that day Dana's friend Kate was coming to visit and I was in the um, living room and she said, come in here, I want you to meet my sister. I'm looking around, her sisters ain't here. She met me. She met me. It wasn't just daddy. It was the whole family was such a power of love. She wanted them to meet me too as her big sister. When you are an example of a relationship with your daddy, you become the love and the expression of love that everybody wants to call your family. And so our families are together and loving each other as an expression under the guidance of my daddy. And their fathers are there too. But isn't it awesome to have more than one figure in your life who's a daddy? And so now let's bring this into Juneteenth. That was the day that slaves found out for real, for real, that they were free. So it's called Freedom Day. Let's walk away from any barriers that are blocking us from being brothers and sisters in Christ for the sake of our spiritual daddy. Let's do what we can in this world to break down the barriers of systemic racism, discrimination, or any other form that's blocking us from being the expressions of love to each other that our Abba, Father, spiritual daddy will want us to be. Amen? Amen. And for all of you fathers who are out there who are demonstrating that type of love, I commend you, I honor you, and I encourage you to continue to be that because somebody is watching and you are changing somebody's lives. And I promise you, the fathers who are in this house, at this church, I am very proud to see you in action and to be your ministers. Very proud. I don't even have to see you around your children. Just who you are in this place demonstrates to me that you're more than a father, you're the daddy in your household. So can the fathers please stand in, this, in the church today? Those of you fathers, and I know Rob, you, your, your back is hurting, but those of you who are fathers, I just wanna say thank you for the love that you share, for the expression that you are past and beyond being the biological uh, source of your child. Can we give them a hand, please? You may be seated, thank you. I love my spiritual daddy, together. I love my spiritual daddy, say it again. I love my spiritual daddy, I will obey what I am told to do. Thank you, Daddy. Amen. That's it. Three, four. You say you're the king of everything, the 
knowledge of the wind to sing the source of the rhythm my heart keeps beating they say you can give the blind their sight and you can bring the dead to life and you can be the hope my soul's been seeking i want to tell you now that i believe it i want to tell you now that i believe it i do that you can love that. <laughs> oh man, but I didn't always like my daddy to dance because he danced goofy sometimes. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so let us just take a deep breath, gently close your eyes, bring to mind what you feel led to give for a donation for today. And let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, go to unityfh.com. You can give that way through credit card, debit card, or PayPal. And also, remember, when you make your purchases, use smile.amazon so, so proceeds could go to Unity of Farmington Hills. I forgot to put the um, Kroger rewards, but we do have Kroger rewards, too. So you can hook up your Kroger card to Unity of Farmington Hills and proceeds when you make your purchases will come to Unity of Farmington Hills as well. Let's stand up so, and you can also send in your check. There'll be somebody in the back of the church to take your love offering as you leave out in the sanctuary too. So let's um, take a deep breath. Bring to mind any fathers that you'd like prayer for. We're going to do a prayer for them. Those who are in perfect health, just bring all fathers in your mind right now. And call their names out. James Cole Sr., James Cole Jr., James Cole III, Deion Jackson Sr., and all the fathers in Unity of Farmington Hills, all the fathers in the world. 
all the fathers in my family. God, as you hear these names being called out, representing examples of you in the flesh, we thank you for every single way you're blessing their hearts in whatever way that they are fathers in their children's lives. We know that whatever it is, you will take it and bless it even more and move it into a higher expression of you being the daddy in their lives, in our lives, and the father that provides and supports and takes care of and encourages and has put the plan on our life because as the father, you are the source that provides all of the resources of your expression of love. And so we thank you for all the fathers in this world who have passed through, who are here now, and who are to come. In the honor and the name of the ultimate father, that was you. So we bless you, we bless you, Abba Father God. And we say happy Father's Day to you as well. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. So now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.